everything you need for a brand new day. Cliff Owen Kate for breakfast. It is the Cliffo and Kate podcast out of the blue block on Woolcock amongst the community. Uh, today, everything you're going to hear live from Kelso State School. It was such a great morning, Cliffo. We've had handball competitions. Oh, thank you, Rebecca Lambert, for the coffee. Rebecca's that's fantastic. literally just handed us <laughs> coffee while we were... Isn't that the kind of... That's the service you want from a producer. That's what we want daily, Beck. Uh, don't count. Don't count. <laughs> it's topped off a great morning. We spoke to uh, Principal Daryl Sard, also known as Uncle D. We had Ella and Indy from the Townsville Fire. We had Elliot Lovejoy from the Rush Hour. Yeah. Coffee, donuts, Dave from Coppin' a Coffee. The donuts flew off off the charts, don't they? They always do. It looks do. like a donut's been killed on the table where they were. <laughs> There's just bits of glaze and sugar everywhere. These are always so much fun. Uh, the big word thrown around this morning was community, and we truly felt that. And I hope it comes across on this Cliffo and Kate podcast live from Kelso State School. The craziness is back. We were here at Kelso State School and we are joined this morning by Chappie Louise. Good morning, Chappie Louise. Good morning. <laughs> Tell us about this wonderful school that you work at. So this school is just amazing. They're, the kids here are incredible. It's a really great little school. The staff are amazing and everyone just has a real love and passion for the school. For people who don't know Louise, tell us a bit about the chaplain program. Like, like It's been around for a while. Um, what does it sort of consist of and what do you guys fundamentally do? Um, so the chaplaincy program is run through Scripture Union Australia um, and we are contracted through the schools uh, and it is our job to be emotional support for the kids, to give pastoral care uh, and just generally create connections with them and be a support for them. What's the favourite what's the favourite part of, of your role? What, why do you come in here day in, day out doing what you're doing? I love just working with the kids. Yeah. That's 100% why you do it. The kids are amazing. They want to be there. They want, and they just want someone to talk to sometimes. And are you a bit like the fun auntie that swans in a little bit? <laughs> Absolutely. I don't do any discipline. Yeah. I don't do any of that stuff. And then when the going gets tough, you I run away. going? Yeah, absolutely. I, I like pass Louise. It on. <laughs> yeah, I, I've got to work out. I do the games, and if, if it gets too hard, I'm like, no, that's not my job, and I run away. Yeah. What's the vibe been like? at Kelso State School. There's a lot of excitement. I saw when we walked in the Cliffo and Kate sign that says, welcome Cliffo and Kate. Oh, Is great. everyone a bit pumped and excited? The grade sixes yeah. and the competitiveness with the handball and the practicing really? that we've had, especially with the rain. Like, yeah, it's so been they've on. they've been training for this competition. They have. There's a thousand dollars on the line yeah. and there's one of those big Triple M novelty checks to hand over. Well, the grade sixes so. are keen. They are keen. They've been working it's so like hard. Hottest competition. We yet. are very keen to give it away. It has been autographed by Smithy. It is here, ready to rock and roll. All they need to do is win the competition That's now. Yeah, well, yeah. You'll have some pretty good competition. Warning to the kids, though. Most checks autographed by our boss, Smithy, usually bound. So just, <laughs> they, they, they don't know. <laughs> Louise, I think, I think it's such a great thing, like what you do. And obviously, um, you know, you've obviously got the bubbly personality for it. So I can understand why the kids at Kelso State School love talking oh, to you. Thank you. And then when, and I can understand why when it's time to discipline them, you run the other way. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I don't want to ruin that. Okay, I want to be the fun one. Uh, it's Cliff and Kate, back to school. Great to meet you, Louise. We're at Kelso State School. We are welcomed this morning by the school principal, Daryl Sard, affectionately called Uncle D. 
That's the one, Kate. I love it. Uncle D, tell us about this wonderful school um, here at Kelso State School. Oh, look, Kelso is quite a diverse community. You know, we've got our First Nations kids, students with a disability. We've got a whole range of community members from dif- different ethnic backgrounds. We've got a community hub here that really works. It works independent of the school, so it's part of the school. Mm-hmm. But the, 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 the idea of the community hub, it's through Community Hubs Australia, is it actually benefits anyone in the community. So you don't have to be sending your children to the school right. to access the hub. So it's a real collective. And for us, it's about inclusion. So it's really working towards, as we as we spoke uh, before, about making the right adjustments at the right time for every student so they can access the curriculum and have success. It's interesting, Dara, when we were talking to you the other day, you used the word inclusivity, yep. and you've just used it again there. Can you go into detail for us? What does that word mean in a Kelso State School sense? Yeah, well, from our sense, I mean, you've, you've got all children, all families from all walks of life. Mm. You know, when you're looking at low socioeconomic demographics, to sort of more rural demographics. It's about people being able to come to school in a non-judgmental frame. It's to be able to support each other. So when students are around the school, it's recognising, hey, um, I'm feeling okay. Is that person okay? Um, understanding that people come with a different lens. Mm. So a different cultural background. Almost, if you liken it to footy tribes and thinking yeah. about how people in the state of origin that we talked about. Yeah. It's about being together. And, and look, whilst it's not a perfect universe, you know, it's, it's about working through that. It's about the kids tolerance, understanding, compassion, uh, still though working in a framework of, uh, you know, your standard, we do things this way. So it's an understanding that, okay, sometimes People might deviate from that a little bit. Why is that so? What can we do? How can we work together? That's really what inclusivity is about. We spoke a little bit off air about this SVC program that you guys have at the school. Uncle D was sort of born, I guess, out out around that sort of program. Can you tell us about what that program is here? Yeah, sure. So SVC is about successful, valued, confident. So it's really a motto for us. We work intensively with groups of kids. So we run four programs across the year. Our program takes a term. It's rooted in Chris Sara's work, The Strongest Smarter. Um, So it's really about building a sense of identity, uh, basing it through First Nations understandings and principles. We've got a yarning circle at the back of the school. We really do a lot of work around there. And then it's about activities where we grow the student's identity. We work from self to together. So it's about the individual coming together as a team and that uh, works perfectly with where we go with inclusivity. Right. Daryl, this is my first time in the school gates, but I've driven past plenty of times because my in-laws are in the Upper Ross. They live just a few streets away. One thing I've never noticed before is the logo for Kelso State School. It is a, a kookaburra. It's the first thing I saw on the way in. It's on the sort of breast of your shirt today. It's on your shoulder as well too. Does the kookaburra have a name? What's the kookaburra story? Where does that come from? Okay, so cooker. Cooker, cooker. The kookaburra is cooker, and yeah. you'll see it in all of the uh, uh, marketing around the school. All of our logos have got cooker on it. Uh, Look, the story goes back to the origins of the school. When the school was first developed, the last two trees where our yarning circle is are the two trees that were left and there was a kookaburra sitting up in the tree. And I I, I kid you not, like we, uh, when we go out to the yarning circle, we have kookaburras come and that's the story. The kookaburra became the logo because of the kookaburras that were nesting in the area and they were here when the school was originally built. How long ago was that? Uh, 1986. Wow. 
Yeah. That's fantastic. And finally, Daryl, this handball competition is heating up. I've yeah. spoke to some of the Year Sixes. They're taking this very seriously. Yeah. If you guys can get this away ahead of uh, the, some of the Townsville Fire Girls that we've got coming this morning, yeah. what would $1,000 mean to Kelso State? Oh, look, obviously small schools. We don't have huge budgets. We, we do the best we can with the grants that we can uh, receive. $1,000 is going to go a huge way. It's going to support our student council. It'll support some of the initiatives we do here. Um, it'll even help with maybe some more line painting and, and putting some more courts around the school. So it will be absolutely invaluable. So we're really looking forward to our aces getting the ball in the hole, so to speak. <laughs> Principal Daryl Sard, Uncle D, to uh, us here today. Uh, thanks for having us at Kelso State School, and I hope you enjoy the morning as much as we are. No worries. We really appreciate you and the team coming out and also the support with the donuts and the coffee. Very much appreciated. Thank you guys uh, very Uncle much. D. Uncle D, as we head back to school, it's Kelso State School. Cliff and Kate live on Townsville's Triple M. The big talk of the town, Cliffo, is the handball competition. Now, it's Kelso State School kids versus, well, we've got Indy here from the Townsville Fire. Morning, Indy. Morning. Are the hammies warm? Yes, I think so. Yeah. 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 <laughs> now, you guys um, had a bit of a loss last night. Maybe let's just touch on that really quickly. How are the girls feeling this morning? Yeah, good. Yeah, spirits are high. We um, know what we need to do, so, yeah. No loss here for others, yeah. We were chatting just before the song there. Yeah. Um, of course, uh, it was a one-point loss in the end. Um, by the end of the third quarter, Perth ahead quite a bit, so it was, it was mm. a strong fight back yeah. uh, from uh, you guys last night, but just not strong enough. One point. Yeah, I know. One point is a bit devo, but, like, devastating. But, um, yeah, we know what we need to do. Spirits are high. That's the whole point of the um, the series. Um, but, yeah, this is just finals. What it, what you have to do in finals to get back. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, you guys have beat them before. You can beat them again over yeah. in Perth. And then no doubt when you guys come back for game three, the fire pit is going to be absolutely raging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to get the win in Perth. But, yeah, so excited to play in front of everyone on Thursday, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Indy, you're originally from Cairns. Yeah. What is it like being living in Townsville, playing with the fire, living in, in Townsville in general? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, being a Cairns girl, I didn't think that I'd like Townsville too much just because of the rivalry and juniors. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I love it. Absolutely love it. It's close to home, get to see my family, but also do what I love. And what, what are the plans once the WNBL season wraps up? Back up to Cairns for the off season? Um, just see my family, catch up with them for a little bit. Um, until I get back here for NBL One. Right. Yeah. NBL One season kicks off in April. You said. What yep. is there a bit of a preseason in the lead up to that comp? Yeah. So preseason is right now. Some of the younger girls or local girls will be training here for that. Um, the other girls in, like Alex Fowler, who's coming back from Canberra, she's yep. playing. She'll be training with us now. Um, but yeah, there is a preseason, but we all kick off. April, sorry. Now, this handball competition, mm-hmm. have you... <laughs> so, so let's get down to brass yeah, tacks. Yeah, let's yeah. talk the real business. Look, Indy, you definitely have a height advantage, I would yeah. say, over these grade sixes, but they have been practicing in their recess, in their lunchtime. Yeah. Are you ready for this competition? It's been talked um, about for weeks. I actually don't know if me having height will actually give me an advantage. <laughs> I think it? them being low to the nah. ground will actually help them a lot. I but think Kate can attest to this, because Kate, you got a bit of height about you as well, too. I, I do, when I was, we were practicing, it wasn't oh, helpful at 
all. No. <laughs> I was thrown in the deep end two weeks ago mm. um, at Heatley State School, and I will put my hand on my heart and say I was absolutely terrible. Yeah. <laughs> terrible. Weren't we all? <laughs> terrible. The old bones are as limber as they used to be. Yeah. Um, Indy from the JCU, uh, from the Townsville Fire, we just love our partnership with you guys so much. And yeah. Yeah, it was, it was bitter, bitter, bitter to watch the game last night. Mm. But, um, yeah, let's get the job done in Perth and then yeah, um, wrap it up back in Townsville in a week's time. Thank you. Yes. And good luck on the handball court. Thank you. Thank you. I'll need it. We are minutes away from our next handball competition, Kate. Um, $1,000 on the line every week when we do these things. And the competition heating up. Very much so heating up, Cliffo. And taking on Kelso State School students, we obviously spoke to Indy from the fire earlier. We are also joined this morning by Elliot Lovejoy from the Rush Hour. Good morning, mate. How are you feeling? Uh, I was a bit nervous about it, but then I heard Indy, and I kind of like this. I, I know Indy and I are the villains in this situation, and I heard she's a Cairns girl originally. So not only do we have old farts, it's Indy and myself via the kids, but it's also a little bit of Cairns v Townsville flavour. You're a Cairns uh, boy originally, Elliot, uh, living in Townsville now, but, uh, yeah, there is a little bit of that rivalry going on. It's as, Mate, that goes back to the Taipans croc days. Like, that's... Probably even, that's sort of the limit of my time. I've been here about 17 years, yeah. but it probably goes back further even than that. Oh, well, other schools too. You look at high schools like, uh, you know, St. Augustine's and Iggy Park, that kind of thing as well. That rivalry still, I can't step on the, the stools of the, the Iggy Park because they just kick my butt and get me out of there. <laughs> Unfortunately, we used to dominate them in rugby back in the day. I think the story's a bit different these days, but yeah, it's a big one. Now, Elliot, you've just come off the back of a pretty epic war. It was called 42 for flood relief. So you were raising money for victims victims of Cyclone Jasper up in the north. Tell us about that walk and what you ended up raising at the end. Yeah, so it was, um, you know, the night, December 17, the floods that came through far north Queensland were just harrowing. There's still people, uh, Woodjil Woodjil and Indigenous community up there still don't have power, which is just wild, more than two months on. Uh, yeah, the 40, it ended up being 45k walk because producer Luke, unlike producer Beck, <laughs> producer Luke can't count, he sucks um, <laughs> for the rush hour. So 45k, about 25k in my body started not wanting to wow. operate, which is so dumb because you're, it's just one foot in front of the other. But, yeah, it just seized up. And, I mean, eventually we got there, but it was sore. And, and money-wise, uh, close to 11K, so over wow. 10K, which Super. is the goal. So you're happy with that. I know you do a bit of boxing, um, Elliot. You're pretty handy with the golf club. Um, but did you consider at all, in any point in the lead-up to the 42 for flood relief, did you consider a little thing called training? Or did that just never enter your scope? <laughs> At all? I, I've heard of that word. I haven't implemented it before. Right. No, actually, I spoke to a mate that had done a lot of charity walks along the way. At about the 25k walk uh, mark, I called him. I was near the airport in Cairns, and and I said, "Oh, look, I'm I'm pretty fatigued. My body is just trying to quit on me." He said, "Oh, how much training? Like, how many walks do you do in the lead up?" Oh, duck egg. I just pretended it wasn't happening. To yeah. a so, was it more physical or was it more mental pain that you started to feel at that twenty-five sort of k in? Nah, physical because mental at the best of times there's not a lot going on in my head. So <laughs> I had after the twenty-five k mark, I had the brass monkeys. Yeah. Um, and yeah, now it was physical. Just lower half of my body just didn't want to go, but we got there. So it's been like a week or so on now. How did the body recuperate in the days after, and how's it doing now? Before, of course, yeah. the great handball comp of twenty twenty four. Yeah. Look, I don't want to. Make Make injury excuses early on here, but I do still have a very tight right side glutamus maximus. <laughs> um, so I'm a little bit worried about my right side abilities. Uh, it was sore for a couple of days, came pretty good after a while. I did try and go for a trot uh, around sort of Currajong area Tuesday night. Uh, 
and that didn't go to plan. I was pretty sore after that. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, some of these kids are menacing. I, I won't lie. I tried to walk in here sort of shoulders back, head up straight, <laughs> but I'm getting death stared by a couple of them right now. Ellie, when was the actual last time that you played handball? Are we I, talking I, late I played, 90s? I played against Kevin Rudd about five years ago. And, really? And I smashed him. So Did you? Yeah, I'm, I'm undefeated in the last 10 years. How's that? He would have played dirty too, Kevin yeah, Rudd. I feel he like, yeah, I feel talk. like there was an undertone <laughs> of that with that guy. I said, how did your time in office go? And, and I think that got into his yeah. head and, yeah, got the win. Boom. Well, Kevin Rudd, not the formidable opponent. They are right here today at Kelso State School. Uh, taking on, we've got a few uh, Townsville Fire players here. We've got Elliot Lovejoy from the Rush Hour. Thanks for coming along, man. We, we really do appreciate it. This is so early out of bed for you. Usually you're like midday or something. Uh, beautiful hands just got me a coffee and I think it's a quadruple shot. So uh, <laughs> well the time we play, I'll be good. The handball competition well underway. Producer Beck, who have we got on court right now? We've got Riley, Zach, Trent and Declan against our Elliot Lovejoy and the Fire Girls today. Wow. What a competition, Kat. Yeah, it is a competition. I've wrangled Declan off the uh, handball court and I've got him talking to us this morning. Declan, what, what's the vibe out on the handball court this morning, mate? Uh, very competitive. Yeah? Who would you say is winning at the moment? Would you say it's the kids of Kelso State School or do you think it's Elliot and Ella and Indy? Uh, definitely Townsville Fire. Oh, you reckon they're winning? Fire. You reckon the girls are winning? We, right. we, you know, Declan, we have to turn that around because you know if you guys win, you know what the prize is, don't you? What is it? $1,000 for school. And have you seen the check, like the size of the check? No, not yet. It's literally taller than you, mate. <laughs> it's huge. What we might do is we might go to song here and we'll, we'll come back and then we're going to meet Ella from the fire. She is the other competitor trying to get the job done on the handball court. But again, it seems to happen at back to school every week. Okay. It does. The adults struggling all the time. It's very competitive. I think it's because the kids are lower to the ground, I feel, Cliffo. Yeah, yeah. And I think sometimes these 30-slash-20-year-old knees and hips yeah. and stuff don't sort of pan out as well as these younger kids and their, their nimble limbs. Declan, they just move a bit slower, the adults, than kids, don't they? Yep. Yep, he's there. He's on court. <laughs> he would know. We're giving away $1,000, and it's a very large check, and it's right behind Brad, our technician, and we are prepared to give it away this morning. The only thing standing between that $1,000 check and uh, giving it to Kelso State School is Ella and Indy and Elliot from the Rush Hour. Ella from the Townsville Fire, welcome. How are you feeling this morning? I'm good. I'm good. Really glad to be here. It's been really fun. (laughs) Um, Just quickly, before we move on to the handball competition, we have to highlight last night, heartbreaking loss for the girls. One point. Would you rather lose by a lot of points or one point? Or where's the headspace when it comes to being a professional basketballer with that? Probably a lot of points, honestly. Like a one point, especially when like a team is like we're playing really hard. I think that's like a really tough one to take on the chin. But we didn't play our best basketball, so the best is only... Yeah, the best is yet to come. So the girls are flying out to Perth today. It yes. just means that we've got to get it done over there and then we've got to turn around and come back and get it done in the fire pit yeah. again next week. Yeah. Can we do it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah without a doubt. Um, can we ask you a little bit about your story? Because you've yeah. been in Townsville since August. Yeah. Before that, you were in Texas. Yeah. How have you found the humidity over the last few months? Oh, my gosh, it's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I wake up in the morning and then I step, like, step outside and then it's like I'm already sweating, so I'm like, What's the point of showering in the morning? So it's really, really hot. It's very tropical. What do you love most about Townsville? Uh, the community. People are really kind here. Everyone has time for each other, and it's not as like fast paced. Mm. Like it's pretty, pretty even tempo. Everyone, yeah. 
everyone's just laid back. Tell us about Texas. What's it like over there and what was um, playing like over there? Um, Texas is awesome. It's like very down to earth, salt to earth people, kind of like Townsville, honestly. And, the, and that's why I like Townsville so much. It reminds me of my college community. And so, um, yeah, no, I, I love Texas. I miss it. So I go back here in a little bit. So I'm excited to go back for a bit. Awesome. But in the meantime, obviously, WNBL season uh, wraps up in the next couple of weeks. Then we've got the NBL one yes. season that's uh, that's kicking off. Tell us about the, the, the Flames team and tell us about what the year looks like for you guys. Yeah, so excited. We have a really good group coming in. And um, a bunch of us, like, with the fire staying as well. So I think that'll be awesome just to kind of, like, build that camaraderie and, like, honestly just get a, like, get a championship for the Flames as yeah. well. So I'm really excited. Um, but, yeah, just looking forward to coming back and kind of getting back into routine and, like, we'll know what to expect coming back. So it's it'll be really cool. Ella from the Towns of Fire, you guys getting your butt handed to you on this handball court. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what we're doing here distracting her, Kate. You guys need to focus out there. I need Come to focus. On. Yes, i got to go scout. i got to go scout. I think it's Shannon Seabomb down here yelling yeah, at you yeah. guys. Start hus- hustling you guys from the sidelines. I love it. Yeah, Indy's holding it down. So They're very good. good. They're very competitive. They're doing yeah. a super job, and Indy is holding it up for the for the Townsville Fire Girls. We're about Elliot Lovejoy's about to be to be repped in as well. So how are you going out there, Elliot? I was dominating a little bit of cheating from an unnamed kid with a mullet, <laughs> uh, knocked me out. But uh, Indy's sitting in in Kings at the moment. She's starting to dominate. Yeah. This is the first time I've seen you in King there, Indy. You're looking very comfortable. Yeah, yeah, I'm locked in now. I'm, I'm loaded. <laughs> They've got a bit of a uh, bit of hope there. The adults, Kate. They don't sure they? do. They sure do. Townsville's 102.3 Triple M. It is Cliff and Kate. Back to school. We are live at Kelso State School right now. Where the handball competition, we had our fire players and Elliot Lovejoy from the Rush Hour up against the pros here at Kelso State School. Yeah, it's just wrapped up. It was a pretty heated competition. How do you think the, the, the kids at Kelso State School went? Good. Do you reckon they won or do you reckon the Townsville Fire and Elliot won? Okay, well, we better put it to a vote then, Cliff. Well, what do you think? I think before we do, I mean, yeah. uh, we should probably hear a bit of a rebuttal. Um, Elliot from the rush hour is over there right now. I mean, they batted above their average, the kids, Elliot. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have ever walked around with weights on your ankles. That's what it felt like having Ella and Indy from the fire <laughs> trying to help me. I, there's only so much I can do. I, I suppose... For me, because I've been carrying the Triple M brand for a couple of years now, it wasn't too big a deal. I thought we put up a decent fight. Ella actually finished, I thought, in the top spot as the game wrapped up. So there could be some controversy here. Can you throw that mic over to Ella and Indy now? Guys, how, how do you think the kids from Kelso State School performed? I think they did great. Yeah? Yeah, no, I think they did great. But I, I think we I think we did better. Oh, okay. This could be very interesting. All right, there's only one way we can solve this. Kids of Kelso State School, who thinks Elliot Lovejoy and the Fire Girls, who thinks the adults won the competition today? Okay, then. Well, who thinks the kids at Kelso State School won and should take home $1,000? I think that is very unanimous. We would like to present you guys a check for $1,000. The big novelty check has been wheeled out. It is literally bigger than most of these kids, It is, Kate. especially bigger than most of the prep...
the, ru- the rush hour don't have a chant like that, do they, Elliot? No, but I was just being with Ella and Indy. We just we thought it was close. They were asking if we could get a recount. Uh, it sounded like a pretty close uh, vote. The answer is no, Elliot. Yeah, unfortunately, zero. I think the kids have spoken. <laughs> We are at Kelso State School this morning, Cliffo. We've been here um, since seven. We've had a handball competition. We've given away $1,000. We've had Dave at Cop and a Coffee handing out plenty of caffeine to teachers and, and parents. And the Galactic Donuts, I'm looking at the table there. They've disappeared. Guys, were the Galactic Donuts nice? Yeah. General consensus was good. We're also joined this morning, we've met some fantastic teachers, we've met Uncle D, that's uh, Daryl Sard, who's the school principal. This morning we're joined by Kim Fox. Now Kim, you are the engagement coach yes. here at the school. Yes. Tell us what an engagement coach does. So an engagement coach works with the community, with students, with parents to support them to get their kids to school and make sure they have everything they need to be successful in that day, whether that's books and food or just someone to check in with someone safe that they can have a chat to before they go into class and make, to make sure they're ready to learn. Wow. Kim, that sounds like it would be a challenging job at times, but also a rewarding job at times. It's amazingly rewarding. As you've seen this morning, these kids are fantastic. Their yeah. families are fantastic. And seeing them become successful learners, which we know every student can be with the right adjustments, is the reason we come every day. You obviously work closely with teachers, with parents and that sort of stuff. How integral is that relationship that you have with the students and that trust that you build in the community? Oh, relationships are central to everything we do. Without those authentic relationships, without that trust, without that community support, mm. this school isn't what this school is. And Kelso is all about community, as you've seen this morning. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that because I was just talking with Principal Uncle D and we were talking about the importance of purpose. Yes. And I was talking about you know, my experience with yeah. trying to find my purpose and all that sort of stuff and how what I do became a lot clearer once I had purpose. And I think you know that's something that can be applied to a lot of children and a big step to finding what your purpose is, is that C word, which is community. Absolutely. And it's not just the, the small school community that we have at Kelso, because obviously we are one of the smallest schools in Townsville. Um, we have an amazing Indigenous engagement team, which works with local elders like Ashley Saltner, Arnie Flo, um, Arnie Patty from regional office to make sure we're really engaging our First Nations families um, and that's a big piece of work that we do here as well. Now, Chappie Louise was the one that dobbed you guys in, well, no, I shouldn't say dobbed. No, nomin- don't say dobbed. Nominated, nominated <laughs> think, Kelso uh, State School. I think anyone who comes in and rolls the kids up like we do and then leaves, it's definitely a dob in. Um, she, she, she dobbed you guys in, nominated on the Triple M website yes. for us to come yep. to the school. We've made it here. The kids have won the handball competition and you guys now have a thousand dollars in the bank what what does that mean to the school and where could that potentially go inside of the school community look that thousand dollars is really important to our school obviously our students have very varied needs um, and at the moment, a key focus for us is uh, removing barriers and making adjustments so they can access learning because we know students can be successful when we do that. So as a school, we are early adopters of the systematic synthetic phonics approach, which is through our PLD supports. And that money will go straight back into buying resources to make these kids successful so that we can make a greater Kelso community moving forward. Well, it is a great community. I, 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 on a personal level, I can say that the teachers, the community, everyone has been so lovely and accommodating towards the whole Triple M team here. We're very, very thankful that we had the privilege of spending the morning with you guys. Cliffo, you've got some, uh, some, yeah. some people that you'd like to have a, a chat no, with? No, I just wanted to say it is Cliffo and Kate live at Kelso State School on Triple M. Guys, thank you so much for having us here today. Yeah.
you can probably hear the sound levels have come down a little bit. There's no kookaburras cooking away. We have given away $1,000. We've had Townsville Fire players here. We've had Elliot from the Rush Hour. It's been a heck of a morning, Principal Saad, or Uncle D, hasn't it? Absolutely awesome. The input and the um, participation from your team and the players has been fantastic. Our kids have enjoyed it immensely. We're having a little bit of a chat off air about some some uniforms for Kelso State School. They've been sent away to the printers. They've been designed. Can you tell us what's so unique about these uniforms? Yeah, sure. We went through a consultative process uh, towards the end of last year with our PNC and community and uh, our uniform next year, so there'll be a transition. Families won't have to stop and then buy the new uniform. There'll be a couple of year transition to still use the existing stocks. But our new uniform is the first uniform within Queensland at a state school to incorporate an Indigenous design. So it's actually the school uniform. And Uncle D, the other thing that we've sort of embraced this morning and we've talked a bit about is the, the kookaburra or cooker the cooker. Kookaburra is the logo uh, for Kelso State School absolutely everywhere on your shirts, on your hats, on your logos, just like the, the, the tuck shop's even called Cooker's Kitchen. Yep. And we've noticed something very interesting about the school bell here at Kelso State School. It's pretty unique, isn't it? Yeah. The uh, kookaburra is the school bell and it signals all of those breaks and transitions throughout the day. What does it sound like? Come on, do it for us. <laughs> It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. Teachers and students giving him a round of applause. Hey, Uncle D, you do such a fantastic job here, and it's sometimes easy for teachers and parents, for everyone to forget that you, outside of being a teacher, you're a human being. You used used to be a teacher. Tell us a little bit about yourself, your career, and, and what led you to being here at this wonderful yeah, school? Yeah, good question. When I was talking to Cliff O earlier and we talked about a sense of purpose, I sort of fell into education quite by accident, but after 36 years, I found out that it actually is my vocation. I went through to the South Australian, Northern Territory. I, I worked on a lot of communities in Northern Territory, Northeast Arnhem Land, small communities, uh, larger schools, and it was quite diverse. And, and I brought that over to Queensland. I had family in Queensland. I was a RAF brat. Father was in the Air yeah, Force, right. so we moved around a fair bit. I've worked on the Goldie down in the Burdekin, out west at Huondon and obviously back in Townsville. It's really about that sense of community and sometimes like when I was saying to Cliffo about what's your sense of purpose, uh, I actually like the fact that sometimes I'm not the figurehead or seen out the front because to me it's about the community, it's about our staff, it's about our team and our kids and I don't need to be the one that's out the front but I'd certainly enjoy the success and the achievement of what we get. Uh, that is so well said. Principal D, thank you so much for having us here today and um, and yeah, oh, I want to come back here. This has just been such a fun morning and such a sense of community. And we really feel like we've been part of that this morning. So thank you. Awesome. You guys are absolutely welcome back here whenever you'd like. Kate, with that C word, that sense of community, yeah. I mean, the other thing that is really bringing uh, not just this school together, but I think our whole North Queensland community at the moment is two sold out pink concerts. There is a real sense of community around that. And on Monday morning, just after eight o'clock, and I'm throwing this plug in because we've got to wrap things up, uh, we're going to tell listeners to this show to this radio station people who are part of this community mm. how you could win uh, one of two family passes for five people it, it's a massive prize obviously pink has sold out she's coming to townsville i think it must be three weeks 20, 21 yeah. sleeps i think it is 21 or 22 sleeps a fantastic prize we've been doing a little bit of work maybe a bit of filming behind the scenes if i could even say that cliffo yep. you can hear all about it on monday morning this is going to be a very epic prize a very coveted prize i'm sure we are cliffo and kate for now signing off from kelso State School. It's been Cliffo and Kate. 
back to school on Triple M. Have a fantastic weekend, everyone. Morning.